Hello, this is Mary. And this is Chandler. And this is Jojo. And you're listening to The Miss Fisher Files. So, welcome everybody. Here is what I am calling the past, present, and future of Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears premiere. <gasps> so, with so it's like me the premiere today, trifecta. It is. It really is. We are here today in the wonderful Moonyard Studios with Doug behind the window there. Thank Yay, you, Doug. Doug. And I've got Chandler with me. Hello. And JoJo. Yay, guys. The gang's all back together. Yeah. We're here. So, we're going to take you through the past, present, and future of the premieres of the movie. So JoJo and I got to go to the first, I mean, technically the world premiere, The world premiere. Yeah. Um, in Palm Springs in early January. It was accepted into the Palm Springs Film Festival. And we got to walk the red carpet, so we're going to talk about all that. Yep. Excellent. And then what's, what's uh, the present? Present is Australia. So well, I should say I'm, the recent present. Right, the recent present. <laughs> recent past. Recent, yes. Uh, I just... Present I'm freshly dish. back from Australia and attending those <gasps> premieres. I have now seen this movie seven times. Holy Are you wow. kidding? No, I am not, and I want to see it more. Wow. That's how good it is. So, yeah. Chandler, you haven't seen it yet. I, I have. Know. I know. I am the noob in the room oh, here. I'm so this is excited for you. We should put that out there, right? This is a spoiler free. It better be, because I'm it? right yes. here, people. We got to right be spoiler here. free, because it's going to be before our future, yeah. which is us talking about how the Crypt of Tears is coming out soon. But that's so exciting because Chandler hasn't seen it I yet. I know. I'm like the wee Betty. I've seen it but once. Oh, I can't believe you've only seen it once. But once. I saw it, yeah, once and a half in Palm Springs So we're <laughs> to leave to the airport. I just do want to ask Chandler before we hop into it, like, what what are you feeling right now? I am feeling... Like it's not quite real yet, which is so funny because it is really real for Mary and it's totally real for both of you. But it's it reminds me of when I was a kid. And remember when the lag between when a movie was in a theater and when it went to home video was like a year. It was a really long time. And when you're a kid, that's forever. And for me, this was like, okay, when the next Disney movie was going to come to those little clamshell VHS packages. <laughs> And I'd see them and I'd be like, okay, well, it's going to be like a year, but if, you know, that's going to be forever, but I guess I'll just have to wait. And then of course, when it comes, it's like, oh, it wasn't that long. And I still feel, get a little inkling of that feeling now. So I feel like that's where I, that's where my head is right now. It's I'm seven years old again. And (laughs) (laughs) I will say like, we've kind of like lost sight of that a little bit because we've, we've been, I mean, we went to be extras Two years ago, yeah, yeah you've had like you've been journey. sitting on spoilers for a long we've, time. We've known things. We have, and it has been excruciating to not be able to tell anyone these things. Are you gonna so, like come to my house like the day after we go? And be like, oh my god, <laughs> we're um uh, uh we're definitely gonna have to right after we watch it go get a drink and talk. Yes, yeah. yes. oh yeah, yes. Like, decompress, yeah, yeah. decompress. Yeah. The first time is kind of like fire hose. Of information <laughs> it and is. experience. Like, hey, have you seen Miss Fisher? You know how the episodes kind of have a lot going on, plot-wise? Yeah, yeah. Imagine that for two hours. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. And all the other things, all the other sensory experiences, like the beauty of the scenery and the costumes and all yeah. that. It's just it's and then coming at you. around you. You're watching it with 
a lot of people in theory. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've watched it a lot solo or oh. with one or two people. Yeah. So the experience yeah. of watching it in a movie theater full of people who That's are true. screaming at the same uh, signage that you scream at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the same dress that Mary screams yes. at. I think that really caught me off guard in Palm Springs because I hadn't considered up until then. It has been had been a really solo experience watching the yeah. show. I mean, I'd watched it with my husband. I may have watched it with one of, yeah, I've watched it definitely with you, Jojo, because we would choose an episode every time <laughs> in Australia. Many hotel rooms have been yeah. yes. uh, Many blessed with us watching yes. Miss Fisher together. And you and I have done like cheating bar like bar moving on the computer be like what is that scene again right you know yep, if we forgot a detail or something yeah. but it's mostly been kind of just on your own in you know in your close cloistered off in your own place yeah and so to be there with rabid fans and i think that that is probably the most accurate word in Palm Springs, yeah, who are waiting for this movie and yeah. have waited for literally years. I think it's fun too that this idea of people actually screaming in the theater because that. I mean, I've been to some big movies in the theater, but not that many have been experiences like that. Like mostly, those are reserved for like the Rocky horrors or like the mm-hmm. the midnight showings of nostalgia. Like I went to a midnight Top Gun once and everybody was screaming. But you know, <laughs> At the homoerotic volleyball scene, totally. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, yeah, I really can't think of a movie experience. I've but even had that yeah, like even the new Star Wars movies, like there's yeah. nobody yelling in that theater. I do. I think you know we know this movie is drawing a fandom. We we of all people know that, and yeah. there, you know I, we do want people to see it that aren't fans, and we do think that there's something there. But if you're going to a single screening or you're seeing it, if you're seeing it in a movie theater like we've been able to, um, there's something very special that happens because you know the people who who came, sought it out. They didn't yeah. just be like, oh, I guess I'll go see this movie called yeah. Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears. Like, oh, this about? looks good, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I got two hours. Um, yeah. yeah, but so Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Springs. <laughs> you know when you accidentally mistext somebody something and it just sticks for a long time. <laughs> so let's tell everyone about Palm Springs. Is that a brand of shapewear? <laughs> it's Palm Springs. <laughs> it is. It is. It is very loose and unbinding. Poolside. Yeah. Poolside <laughs> it's made shape. of linen. It's, it's just delightful. It breathes. So, uh, that was in oh, January. It was early January. January. Yeah, um, I think so. It was not uh, the opening night film at the Palm Springs Film Festival, but it was opening weekend, and it had the filmmakers there and the stars were there. Yes, it was. Yeah, key cast and crew made it all the way from Australia, mm-hmm. and it was really, really fun to watch them experience this and experience us as Americans. <laughs> Yeah, they kept saying. Were they like, a little scared? They, uh, they needed. I think they really needed to see an audience that was going to be uh, n- vocal. Yeah, like they they were not. Fully Do people expecting not go this. bananas in Australia? Apparently, not movie theater audiences the are very reserved. Degree. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it, and I mean, I had no idea what the cultural difference was, but they they kept. Mentioning, were you like the, the one going, the only person going bananas in the Australian cinema? Oh no, <laughs> but it was definitely it was calmer. Yeah. But still, like people were effusive. Yeah. Um, but this was like off the charts. Okay. It was, and it was so. That night, um, opening night, the filmmakers and uh, S.E. Davis and Nathan Page were there in the audience with the audience watching. And 
I I can't even imagine what that would have been like. That had to be exhilarating yeah. to listen to the fans respond to all these little nuggets that they included specifically for fans. Mm. And we and got we, them all. They were so excited about watching the movie with the audience. And especially, okay, here's a little secret, is we got to interview uh, the director, the cinematographer, the producers, and Essie and Nathan. Uh, and those will be coming out. Ooh, yep. uh, Stay tuned soon. for those. But like, even in those interviews, like they talked about it, and they were so excited. They were like, they were a little haggard because they had like the best night. Like they were like, just. They were out late celebrating. Yeah, yeah. celebrating, the, right? Yeah, like this triumphant I, I call preview. it like it's like after you do like oh, after I do a burlesque show, it's like a joy hangover. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, um, uh, I know that feeling. Yeah, but. yeah. You could tell they were really. I think they were really caught off guard yeah. by just how much people loved it and how we were very <laughs> responsive in the theater and knew every little detail. Every and- detail. Yeah, I mean, we got every single thing they wanted us to get. And screamed at it like it was. It was I like think about this, the this best. is this is in this era of podcast dissecting every moment and endless rewatching and everything. I mean, people fans really can know every single detail and it, look up every single behind the scenes thing. And so fans are so knowledgeable now, mm-hmm. and I think it's still surprising. To well, people. I think it's one like it's what brings us together, right? And our friendship is, I think, now. Fandom is about we we lack community in a lot of ways, and so you find community where you can find it. And yeah. fandom is community, and so having these communal experiences like a, a fan convention mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. a burlesque show or a, a podcast premiere. in a little room, <laughs> <Or> a little <laughs> podcast. Like there's something very special about yeah. that, mm-hmm. and so I really urge people if you if you have opportunity, find a way to see it with a group, or you know, organize a screening in your house because yeah. it drops on March twenty. Third, mm-hmm. um, on Acorn, Acorn. TV, mm-hmm. Acorn TV, which you can subscribe to uh, for a month free using the code Crypt, Ooh. or you can even subscribe if you have like Amazon Prime, so it's super easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's lots of good stuff on there too. Yeah. So, but anyways, in addition, anyway. like the Palm Springs, Palm uh. Springs. So okay, so I want to back up just briefly. When we arrived at the theater. The line to get in was all the way around the parking lot, and it was the most wonderful blend. It was half rabid Miss Fisher fans who were dressed to the nines in their 1920s garb. Yeah. The other half were Palm Springs retirees who have, you know, season <laughs> tickets or whatever. And we're like, oh, festival, pass. film festival passes, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like so, a film festival crowd mixed with bananas. With, with us. <laughs> Miss Fisher fans. You just described Palm Springs in general, yeah. though. I yeah. mean, that's... 365 days a year (laughs) in that town. It's so funny. It was amazing. And so you have all of these people who just have their pass looking at all of us like, what are, what's going on? And so, (laughs) okay, okay. So at the Seattle premiere, I'm going to cosplay as the Palm Springs season ticket holder. (laughs) It was completely befuddled. Amazing. I I like that. I love that. And you can say you got like suckered into coming to this premiere by us or something. I mean, I'm totally kidding, but actually maybe I'm not. No, I I think (laughs) that's perfect. Uh, But that's to say, like we are, uh, we'll go into this in great detail, but uh, Miss Fisher Files podcast is hosting a premiere in Seattle, the Seattle premiere. The official Seattle The official Seattle premiere at the uh, beautiful historic Egyptian cinema that's a part of- Which is so fitting. It's so perfect. So fitting. Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. It was well, my, let's let's it was talk about this. Anyway, let's get to that. But uh, that's uh, a little. Uh, we are so teasing. organized. Super. Yeah. We are very. We We have an outline. Can you tell? Outlining. But okay. So red carpet. Okay. I also loved walking down the red carpet and like being recognized as super fans. Oh my gosh! People were yelling JoJo and Mary. Are you kidding me? You didn't tell me this. This was super. It was super weird. I mean, we're also. I mean, we should also point out. You know, it's a film festival, so their venues are like. Uh, either movie theaters or like unusual spaces. So this yeah. was, uh, was the auditorium of a high school, yeah. but you know a Palm Springs high school, so very big so, and very you know well slight, appointed. Is it like slightly glam? It was a little glam. It was a lot nicer than my rural Wisconsin high school. I I'm shocked. Although Mary. they had the theater <laughs> students running the little concession stand, and I made them sing for me. Oh, it was amazing. Ain't nothing like those theater kids. They just want to be given a prompt. <laughs> As a former <laughs> theater kid, I feel this. Who better to do hard. it than you? Um, but like, and also we were recognized by like uh, Deb and Fiona. The producers recognized me. I'm sure you were recognized. Yeah, because yeah. we've spoken to them yeah. when we were there. And your guys' picture yeah. was literally on their office wall. It is. I love when you sent me that. I was like, oh. It's still there. It's still there. That Aww. does my heart good. I know. It well, made me real, real it's happy. It's nice to have people care about things that you made. Yeah. So good yeah. job, guys. It's sort of the equivalent of having your mom put your drawing up on the fridge. Like, oh, it totally is. And that's, that's how <laughs> it made me feel. That way. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and, you know, everyone, uh, my favorite thing was Essie Davis's dress, oh my which gosh. was, I think, by a designer called the, It's the Vampire's Wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent um, name. Is the, the brand of the designer who happens to be married to um, Nick Cave. Night. Wait, yeah. Nick Cave the musician or Nick Cave yeah. the artist who does sweater bears? I believe the musician. Okay. Because <laughs> either would be very it's cool. Like, and that, it's, you know, it's the vampire's wife, so it's like glam goth. Mm-hmm. Like, nice. it's, it was a beautiful dress. Yeah. Um, and just them up on stage having the little preamble. I think you guys can find little clips of this on like Instagram and, and various spots. But like, crackling, sizzling, uh, wonderful chemistry. Uh, yeah. Like those seeing two. it in real life. Seeing mm. it in real life. Seeing it in real life. Those two are ridiculous. <laughs> you can't see my face, listeners, but seeing it in real life <laughs> is a very special. It makes you feel a little dirty. It does. It was. I had to turn. I had to avert my eyes a couple times. I was like, I, I can't handle this. Can't. It's too much. <laughs> well, you, I think you also had like a selfie moment, which we cannot describe, but uh, was uh, very special. It where was something kind of um, a little flirtatious was said for your ears only. Yeah, and. Sadly, my live photo thing was not going at that moment, or I could have replayed it a million times, but I, I can't. Like but no. there are enough photos I, that you get the gist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll put yeah. those selfies up on the show notes. I remember but, telling um, you, even, I'm like, I'm like, they're people who work together, they're friends, they're flirtatious. I don't know if you've ever hung out with like actors or burlesque performers or whoever. It's just kind of how people talk. It doesn't mean anything. They're just yeah. being idiot actors it was delightful <laughs> it was delightful <laughs> and slightly scandalous and but mostly delightful yeah and even those you know uh, you'll release those interviews that we were able to do and they're really delightful and there's something I mean we sat poolside at a hotel with Essie Davis so good and got to talk to her one-on-one <sighs> is she Essie like I'm just Davis. basically picturing her as like the queen of Sheba on a chaise long by the pool. I mean, you can imagine that, but she's just a lovely mom, a I really mean, nice person. Yeah. But like the most gorgeous yeah. person. Yeah. Right. I mean, I 
Yeah. Can't, there are no words. Yeah. She was not even dressed up. Like and she a, looked amazing. Like a, a really nice mom who happens to look like a goddess when she rolls out of bed in the morning. We all like, look like goddesses. <laughs> Especially me. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and I will say there's a moment with Nathan um, in the interview where I behaved and he said something about being a pool boy. <laughs> Just listen to it, folks. And I did not take the bait. I was a good, responsible interviewer. I did my job. And Aunt Francia did not come out. Take that. No, she didn't come out. She stayed in. <laughs> you were wearing I the, didn't take you that. were holding the PR clipboard. I didn't flirt back. I was a very good very were, good girl. Good I was girl. a very good girl. Such a good girl. <laughs> yes. All the doggy treats. I yeah. Deeply regret that now, but <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And uh, anyway, Anyways, but yeah, okay. and you got to talk to the producers and the director and the cinematographer. So I really encourage folks to listen to those episodes when they come out because they're they're great. They're just really fun. Yeah, it was Poolside and Palm Springs. Poolside and Palm Springs interviewing. Essie what Davis. could be better? Yep. True. And, um, so you got to go to the actual Australian premieres. I did. I went premieres. To- Plural. Plural. So there were two official Australia premieres, one in Sydney and one in Melbourne. And Melbourne was sort of like the hometown one because that's yeah. obviously where they filmed and that's, I think, where they're from and their families were there and everything. And Sydney um, Sydney was great, too. And I felt like that was sort of like the trial run almost in oh, a way. Almost like the Hollywood premiere level, right? Because Sydney's like a bigger, sparklier is it city uh, than Melbourne? I think, well, Melbourne is more the, I feel, is more the home of, like, filming and okay. TV, I oh, that think. that makes sense. And okay. I, this is, this is oh. me, an American, putting this together, so I may be incorrect so on that, sort of like how it felt. Th- what's in my head, having, an, um, this is totally conjecture, since I'm the one, the only one at this table who's not actually been there, but um, I, in my head, it feels like Sydney is like L.A. and Melbourne is like Vancouver, like. Yeah, or New York. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Sydney has a definite like vacation town. I mean, it's about the natural beauty. People are outside. The beaches are amazing. Mm -hmm. So that I feel like that's the primary focus. And yeah, they have plenty of media there. But also, I feel like maybe what you're saying is there's a difference between having your hometown premiere and having it in a big city in your home country. It's kind of like the proof in the pudding moment. Mm, like, mm-hmm. is this movie something that our fans like that are, that, you know, maybe not uh, big fan audiences will really respond to? So maybe that was right. like, maybe that for them was almost a little bit terrifying, I could imagine, because it, you know at home, people are going to love it. Yeah, right, right. Your, your friends and your family are there. Yeah. But it must have been fun to see it with that sort of like, that that audience, that lens. Yes. Yeah. And I, I definitely detected a little bit of like trepidation from the cast and crew. Like this was the first Australia premiere and they weren't sure how it was going to go. Mm. I will tell you, it was in this beautiful old theater, 1920s Art Deco, mm-hmm. uh, Orpheum, Creorn, yeah. Hayden something. Um, and it was it was absolutely gorgeous. It, it looked had, like it was made for the marketing of this movie. Oh, it like, was. Wow. It lighting, Art Deco in gold yeah, and like dark statues. wood. statues. There was a Wurlitzer organ oh. that came up out of the floor of the yes. stage and the guy played. Yeah, oh, you Chandler would, would have, I was have like, this lost is, it. This is for Chandler. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> yeah. The guy played some tunes. It was amazing. Then the organ goes back down under the With stage. the man with, with it? The like, yeah, yeah. He's still sitting on the bench there. It was amazing. So it was like that. 
in and of itself like walking was back such in time. an experience. Yes. And I really need so I really need to figure out some part of my job description where someone cranks me up through a trap door in the floor. I'll work like on that. Yeah. please make this I'll happen, happen, Jojo. But I like this I do think that this movie has this feeling of walking back in time. See it dressed up in a costume. It does kind of feel like, and this is not a spoiler, but that that old serial like 1920s, 1930s kind of movie that we might that might have inspired movies like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, these sort of like adventure tales, with like mini weird adventure tales, like kind of pulpy, mm-hmm. kind of unbelievable with a lead character that does amazing daring do. Yeah. And it's it having that even like all these like vintage trappings, a vintage theater, um, an old Wurlitzer experience, mm-hmm. like And that cinema held, I think, five to eight hundred people oh. sold out, boom. Right away. Mm -hmm. They had six theaters in that greater theater, six rooms within that larger theater. Wow. Five out of the six were playing this movie. And it was (sighs) staggered that night so that the cast and crew could do an intro in each one. So it was like... Every wow. 15 minutes or half hour, they were going to a different room. How to do exhausting. It again. I was going to oh, say, they must have been knackered. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. I have such a newfound respect for the whole press junket thing. Like, but you were, I mean, you were uh, officially in the press junket. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah, I was, was going to say, was. you were junketing along with them. I was. Because you had, you had like a little press pass. I did. And you I got to do the red carpet-y one. thing. Oh, it was so cool. What did that feel like? It was amazing. And I was the only one who knew the movie. So the people, the other press who were there, we're covering it was this like, event. yeah, I hear there's a movie today. Can you talk about it? Yeah, and they're yeah. asking. I mean, and I got to do a video interview too, and I was listening to what the other people were asking, and they were super basic questions like, what can people expect from this movie? You know, right. very, very generic questions. And I was and like, Mary's like, let second. me go to my list of very detailed questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me and, about the lace on. <laughs> and then they were also, they knew, as they knew pretty quickly that I was like in the fandom and they'd be like, who is that up there? And then I'd tell them. And then I realized it was because they needed the metadata for the photos. So like, oh. I was assisting official press. You're so. a Miss Fisher influencer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least you? on the metadata. Yeah. Yes. Mary, did you ever have any inkling that this would happen when you came to my house that day and you were like, we need to record a podcast about this? We need to, I need to talk about this? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Not in my <laughs> wildest is, dreams did I. I mean, I, I, mean I feel like we have we have collectively manifested so many things within yeah. this fandom and within this, like, I've I don't know. I watched a series when it had after it had ended, and I thought me doing a burlesque show would be the sort of like the beginning and end of my fandom. Mm. I never knew that I'd meet you guys. <laughs> I never know that I'd go to Miss Fisher Con. I never thought there'd be a film that I'd be in and yeah. that I would get to go to the premieres with my friends and see and meet the stars who know me by name. Mm-hmm. Like, so weird. So it's awesome. pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was a uh, new Miss Fisher level unlocked getting to cover the red carpet. I think also you can tell in, uh, like, if you go on your Instagram and see things, you can tell that, like, everyone recognizes you. They're like, oh, hey, Mary. They totally did. <laughs> well, I mean, and I, we, I literally saw them five days in a row because we, I went from event, event, event to the, with them. Just like, like oh, hey. Hey, yeah, yeah. you're like no, Cokie Roberts. Would wave, they, they would wave at me. Cokie Roberts you're the of Cokie Roberts of Franny Fisher. <laughs> Uh, great. I don't really know how to take that, but probably good. It's probably good. Um, 
yeah, it was, so that was kind of funny. What was your favorite experience when you were in Sydney and Melbourne of doing all those screenings? It was watch, it was listening to the audience watch the film for the first time. That was Mm. truly like, that did not get old ever. It was so fun. It was great to see the cast and crew excited. Um, I loved watching them talk about their excitement and like, isn't this great? There were lines out the door, I mean, around the block at that theater in Sydney because they sold out five of the six cinemas. They may have, I think they may have even sold out the sixth. Like the entire theater wow. was Miss Fisher that night. So, I mean, there's this palpable energy. The cast and crew are responding to it. And then you get into that gorgeous theater and the the fans are just I mean, they are not quite as effusive as we were in Palm Springs because they are not Americans, but they were very excited and very obviously, yeah. you know, enthusiastic it's about the whole thing. Interesting, like, movie theater culture. Th- like, mm-hmm. like we kind of, like, are stumbling into some things, like, the idea, like, I associate film festival culture in Seattle as being, being very quiet. Mm-hmm. You sit, you watch, you do not make a noise, or you will get shushed. Hmm. And, like, all movies. Unless they're, like, the weird, crazy midnight screenings. Right. And so going into Palm Springs, I was kind of, like, trying to be a little bit on guard to be polite. And then (laughs) I was just like, nah. (laughs) That's not what we're doing today. Um, And it's nice to hear that even the expectation from the filmmakers where the audience were going to be more on the chill side that they weren't. That they are loving Mm -hmm. this. And I think loving seeing it live with other people yeah and i mean so responsive getting all the jokes um and then after each one was a q a and the questions are really wonderful too yeah i have hours of footage on my phone of these q a's <laughs> and i have no idea how to like put them up because they're so long it's like 25 30 minutes yeah. you need to take a class in editing <gasps> and then edit them down to your best and favorite Clips. moments Here's- make listicles and like yes. put them up on youtube yeah <laughs> clip I, of the I week need, or i need a clone because oh, yes. me, I will go out and get that content, and then my clone will edit it and yes. put Isn't it up that, on Isn't that like the worst part? That seriously, I'm so good at gathering mm-hmm. imagery and stories and content, but the doing with oh, doing geez. stuff with it later. Oh so my much god! On this well, phone and that's right a, now. like the spirit of this fandom is like we really want more of this and we want to support it and so we like want to be the people who are like capturing footage and and sharing pictures and making our own things but we're also like in need of a production team yeah uh, moms and people who have jobs and so i think we're kind of all doing our best and yeah it's all out of a spirit of love and so if you get to it great and if you don't fine well yeah i want to to be around uh, watching miss fisher for decades to come yeah decades Just, just, just think of it. You you have like the the mother load of a drip campaign in yeah. your phone right now. It's true. Like you That's could, true. You could also, feed us little back bits. It up to the cloud. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's backed up. Don't worry. Thank you. To multiple clouds. All the clouds. Um, Every it, cloud. In fact, <laughs> is there? Any, I mean, I have to follow along. But are there any kind of like like big stories or key moments that you re- uh, remember from literally flying across the world? So going back to Australia this time, it was such a different experience than when you and I went in November of 18. And I got to redo some of the things that I had done before, Mm -hmm. but the focus was very much on the premieres. It was on fans this time, because you and I made a concerted effort to get to a lot of filming locations. 
and which I did do some of, but it was really fun to um, get to see people that I've only like maybe briefly seen at the con because the con is like a wedding. Like you say, "Hey, nice to see you," yeah. and then you have like a million other things happening. Right. So and there's like the pro the program. Everybody right. has to stick to the program. Yeah. 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 So I got to actually hang out with people, and sometimes I would go to filming locations with them with people I hadn't really spent time with before. So that was really really fun. Um, and then I think the last, so at the Melbourne premiere, which was the hometown premiere, so fun. The, again, line around the block. And I, there is an Instagram video that Nathan Page posted oh, yeah. that is so fun and amazing to watch because you can hear it. You have to listen to the audio, mm. but they are in like the party van or whatever that's bringing them to the theater for the premiere. <laughs> I mean, I assume that's what it is. It's like a I'm big, sure, yeah. yeah. A, a big, group effort to yeah. get people to places. Right. They're like herding everybody from one place to the next because they have all these things they're doing. So right. you can hear them see, react as they come around the block and they're literally lines around the block. I mean, it just keeps going and they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And that is so fun yeah. that they are just blown away by the response. Yeah. Then you get to the front door and there are these gorgeous vintage cars sitting out front yeah. for like photo ops. Like it's, it was a thing. It was really cool. Yeah. They also had um, some of the costumes there that you could look Ooh. at and some of the props. And so that was pretty great. Oh my God. The costumes. I got to live vicariously through not just, not just your Instagram, but also the Instagram of some of the other fans who were there. So I got to see little glimpses of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was really amazing how they did that. I was also like doing that. I was like, okay, I'm going to bed. Uh, but they're just starting to get to the movie theater right now. Uh, and so I'm going to be able to stay up for another hour and just yeah. watch all these pictures kind of drop to social media. Somehow you always knew when I was in one of the premieres, you'd be like, how was the premiere tonight? And I'm like, I am in it. And I'm trying to text my <laughs> I didn't really know. You just so somehow knew. I just always Like every knew. time. Uh, we're connected mentally. I think we are. Because yes. we also bought the exact same earrings oh my accidentally how? to the... <gasps> yeah. Exact same upcoming nice. event. We bought the exact same earrings without talking to each other. Yeah. That's, wow. that's, that's, that's who we are. That, that's connection. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, Greg J. Walker, composer of yes. the TV series uh, soundtrack as well as the film soundtrack, was the musical guest for each event. So he and his band would play. And it was so, so fun. They weren't that playing great. Like, they weren't playing music from the film. They were playing kind of, it was sort of Middle Eastern sometimes. Um, and just just getting the crowd going, like just providing atmosphere. And they nice. were clearly having so much fun. And that was really cool too. That I think great. it's like, we, I miss going to movies that are fun. Yes. I miss that. This film. is so fun. Yeah. And so other people would ask, like, actually, we. Um, Kirsten, uh, Kirsten Commandich, who is solitary cyclist on the interwebs, was my um, videographer in Melbourne because it became clear in Sydney that it was very hard to do an interview while holding a phone and trying to capture. Yeah. I actually did a better job with it than I thought I would, but very hard. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of all up in their grill. So I needed somebody for like an extra <laughs> one or two feet of this space. This is like the most charming, like fandom on the fly. Like <laughs> we got to make it work. It was scrappy and like, doing it for fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all the professionals are next to me setting up their equipment and they have like Teams. Equipment, yeah. With a capital E. I have a selfie stick. That is all. Oh, so and I, I love it. I have to say, I did a better job. Did with you it bring your big ass microphone? I did, you? but then it wasn't going to work. Yeah. Like I wouldn't get video from That's that. That's true. So, That's true. Yeah. So I had to kind of rejigger on the fly. And um, 
so yeah, I had I had What's, minimal equipment, which I did as much with as I could, and then realized I just needed another hand. Like I needed somebody to just back up a little bit so that I could ask the questions and they weren't right. smushed up against my phone. So Kirsten was a phenomenal videographer with me. And um, we, in Melbourne, so we're in the press I don't know what you call it, the press cage. Like there's a the rope around corral. us. The corral, yes, that's what I wanted. Ooh. Thank you. And other uh, press people, there was like uh, Jake Freeman TV and a woman who does like uh, HodgePodge Fridays. I think it's a podcast. And then some of the like more official photographers were mm. there. And some of them realized that we were rabid fans. And so they sort of were inter- interviewing us about the experience. Oh, oh, fun. Which is really cool. I'm trying uh, to picture like the Chiron under your name if it's like, you know, Mary Holstie, fan, comma, United States. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I haven't sought those out yet. I kind of want to see how that turned out. I think there's also two things I would I would love to touch upon is uh, our experience. Uh, a preview movie review without spoilers and also uh, our opinions on the fashion without spoiling. I, I think it's only to say like, I, uh, we obviously seen it and we really, really liked it. Really? But after you've <laughs> really seen it, it a few times, like what sort of like your, what, what, what do you want fans to know without spoiling anything? Well, yeah. And that's what, so some of the people who were interviewing us were like, what do you, what do you want to tell people oh, who perfect. don't know the series and don't know what this is? I'm like, there is no reason not to see this movie. It is pure joy. Mm. It is so fun. It's in the vein of all of those like action adventure movies. A that delightful we've, romp. And also yes, beautiful to look romp. at, I would imagine. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen Indiana Jones and James Bond and uh, R- Romancing the Stone and all of those. Like, I feel like I grew up with that kind of um, genre of movie, yeah. and I love them. But here we have a woman doing it, a woman with gorgeous clothes, yeah. and it's shot in this beautiful location. Like, it's it was just pure fun. It's just joy. And well, there's no reason not to see it. It's also a different perspective. You've got a female producers, So it's from a female perspective mm-hmm. in every way. Yes, yeah. the director and cinematographer are men. Um, and they're delightful men. And we enjoy talking to them. But I think there's something about even the storytelling that is different. Mm-hmm. Not just like, oh, it's a female lead. It's like the perspective behind it yeah. is very uniquely feminist. Even the idea of, of what Indiana Jones did and... Um, as you know, an adventurer and someone interested in like artifacts and things like mm-hmm. that. There's there's something very different happening in this movie. Her motivation is very much tied to social justice, which yes. is something yeah. I think we all loved about the show. Yeah. So yeah, and not having, just like Indiana Jones punching Nazis, but like right. helping women and yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. all I like. We love those movies, but I think there's just something like I was thinking about when I was a kid. And the first, very first movie I saw on a uh, home cassette player, and I it might have even been like Betamax, right? <laughs> and it was at the neighbor's house because they could afford having that thing. And the first movie that they, they showed us, and they had like all the neighborhood kids over, was Romancing the Stone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's okay. like, and I... I don't know how old I was, but I was pretty young, and I was like, this is everything. This is... I love this. What is this thing? And I... Uh, to be able to go and see a movie that is like that, but 
everything for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's like, even in a very, like, I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I, wait, you it, are in, in it. it. And um, FYI, you can definitely see me and Mary on screen more than once. Ooh. Yeah. You are all over this thing, Am JoJo. I? You are. I swear, every time the camera moves, you're like, oh, there's JoJo, and there's JoJo, and there's, yes. I think what we, I mean, I saw it. My, she has seen it seven times. Yes. I've seen it seven times. My brain was breaking a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I know. Bit. No, that's what brains do when they see this movie for the first time, if they're <laughs> rabid Miss Fisher fans. So uh, our recommendation is go see it in a movie theater and then go see it on Acorn as many times no. as you want. Well, yeah, go see yeah. it again in a movie oh, theater. Go see it like three yeah. times like in a movie Like many, many times. Also, we want numbers. Like, let's go yeah, give yeah, money yeah. to this show right. so they that we can get more. They about that, right? Like how we can help as fans continue to like keep this thing rolling. Yeah. Opening weekend was a really big deal in Australia, and they cleared the 1.2 million mark opening weekend, which was better than they thought they would do. And I mean, that was a big deal there. So yeah, I don't really know the American market versus the Australian yeah, market Yeah, and in, indie film versus, like, I, I don't yeah. have a real sense for that. Also, this movie cost $9 million to make. That ain't nothing. Yeah. Like, that's... that's- Especially for how lush and gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. They did so much with so little. And and that's why, and they they were very good about thanking Kickstarter people the entire way through. I think they're like saying like, please support this movie. Please go see more. Go see it as much as you can because Mm -hmm. if you can see it a lot, then we can make more of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, really quick aside. I, uh, unpopular opinion. I think I like the outfits in the film more than I have uh, liked outfits in the series. Boo. Disagree. (gasps) Disagree. Okay, here. I've seen it seven times. I was with you for maybe the first and second. I have a whole new opinion. The, okay. the, the the yeah five more times <laughs> great that's okay. fine but I, I I only say that in anticipation as like I think you guys are there's there's delightful clothing in mm. said film okay I shouldn't um, have booed that was too boo. strong that's that was too, too strong is there gonna be something for my menswear beat yes. yes. I don't. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Have I taught you nothing? Yes. Yes, yes there yes, is. There's. Yes, there is. I think there's a lot to talk and discuss. Clearly, uh, obviously, I love Marion Boyce. I love the work that she has done, and I, knowing that she wasn't a part of the film, made me disappointed. And mm-hmm. what I saw was made me be very engaged, and I loved it. And so, I love the work of all of the costumers that have been engaged with Miss Fisher. Yes. And so, maybe that's a way of saying like. Uh, unpopular opinion, I might have liked it a little bit more because my expectations were a little bit lower, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And there is an outfit, when y'all see it, I call it Espionage Schoolgirl. Yeah. <laughs> and it is something you would never have seen in the series. And it was a choice that this costumer made. And I know that Marion would have never made the choice. And I love it, but it's probably only for JoJo. <laughs> oh, no, no. You are not. You are not. Alone. Espionage yes. schoolgirl. Yeah. So uh, the costumer for the movie was actually, her name is Margot Wilson, and she assisted on the show, the, the TV okay. series. Do so, we do we know, is there a story behind Marion Boyce not doing probably it? Probably is. We don't know it. Okay. And I'm going to guess it's conflict of, of in, scheduling. Um, she also did, she worked with Marion on the film The Dressmaker, which yeah. Amazon Studios produced with Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. And so she, uh, I guess, made the majority of the dresses that Kate Winslet wore in that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, she's, it's I mean, she's thing. legit. Like okay. she's vintage, very, very good. beautiful. And it's a movie about a dressmaker. So yeah. No, you sign me up. Yeah, you have to see you this. To it's see. also sort of a vengeance film, and it's part of my women seeking vengeance. Oh yeah, film series that oh, happens yeah. in my head. Yeah, yeah. So um, I like that whenever, film series. Uh, yeah, um, I do too. Why it's not film one. festival? 
Hey. Right, I know. I'm, I'm like working on it. I'm I'm filling in the days, filling in the slots with different films mm-hmm. because yeah, whenever the news turns real ugly, I go to my Women yeah, Seeking yeah. Vengeance film festival. Um, so this is a very excellent movie to plug in there. Oh yeah, this works. It totally works. So uh, okay, so back to the costumes. I apologize for my boo. They are wonderful. <laughs> I regret. I thoroughly regret the boo. The boo was uh, about your opinion. <laughs> We agree on so much, Mary. We do. I like that Mary, so I haven't things. seen you in like a month and you're so much meaner. <laughs> uh, Australia. JK. They're so nice. They're the nicest people I know. ever. Um, oh. But I feel like, you know, we've talked a lot about our experience of seeing this, but there is opportunity coming up very soon in many American cities if you go to I think it's MissFisherMovie.com where they have listed all of the locations you can see the movie Mm. in a movie theater and they're adding to it and uh, it's a living list so it was I mean every time we posted something from um, on Instagram people would be like but what about my town and I was like, so, okay. I was so glad when they like just made a website so you can go and see where it is Filter close to and you. Hopefully yeah. it's like, close to you. Yeah. And I mean, to be truthful, like fans need to manifest if they want to yes. see it in their hometown. Yeah. Like we manifested our Seattle premiere screening. We so sure did. Yeah. I wrote to SIF and I was like, hey, 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 here's who I am, here's what I do, here's this podcast. We would really like this thing to happen. Can I to help you? To be fair, you? you're when you have your professional hat on, it is very impressive. People do your bidding. Thank you. It's so <laughs> I good. I like it. She's very good at and, what she does. Um, and uh, they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. But they had also been at the Palm Springs premiere, they had SIF employees who were there and were already like talking about mm-hmm. it. And so, like, yes, while I think that our email and other emails from fans did help, they already the buzz was already there. Mm-hmm. That this was a fun film. It's a fun film to show, especially if you're in an independent theater like SIF Cinema. So in Seattle on March 19th at 7 p.m., there is a screening at the beautiful historic Egyptian theater. The Sif, what is it? The Sif Egyptian Cinema or something? Sif Egyptian Cinema, yeah. yeah it um, And we'll have uh, doors open at 6, and between 6 and 7, uh, we want folks to come in the like, beautiful dress up, come. We have a photo booth. Um, we'll have costume characters walking around. Mm. Uh, Friny and Jack and even Mac and Constable Collins <laughs> um, and uh, some other stuff going on. And then before the movie, the podcast, you guys get to... Basically, introduce it to the audience. Yes. <laughs> well, you too. Like I know. Yeah. Okay. I know. But the three of us will be the introduction, which yes. is very exciting. And a, a, a burlesque from the burlesque show. Excellent. Oh, hey, costume contest. Oh, and a costume contest with prizes. With prizes that oh. I collected in Australia. So Every Cloud sent prizes, which is the production company, and Acorn TV is sending uh, uh, subscriptions, a year subscription to Acorn TV. Um, and we have some other cool stuff. Like I actually have a few bottles of wine from the winery, you know, from Today, our favorite yeah. episode. From Brown, Brown Town. 
from Brown Town. <laughs> You're really selling it, JoJo. Um, the wine's really, really good. Though. Oh, the wine is delicious. Which is exactly yes. what Franny said. So, like, yeah, the wine is um, really good. Um, it's Franny foot sex wine, you know. <laughs> yes, as we. That's why it's good. That's why it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're really excited that we get to kind of participate and include other people in obviously the weird and fun shenanigans. Like I feel like we're trying to bring a little bit of that excitement that we experience in Palm Springs that you experienced in um in melbourne and sydney to seattle and Mm -hmm. i encourage other cities like do the same get dressed up bring your friends meet at a bar talk about the movie Mm -hmm. like it's about finally getting an opportunity to all do this together right it's an experience it's not you're not just going to see a movie like it was it's it's It's, an all-encompassing experience did you you have emotions oh my gosh i had so many emotions (laughs) there is and actually when i listen so i'm listening to the soundtrack all the time. And I will tell you, it makes the most mundane activity feel really epic because yes. the soundtrack is so epic. So, like, I, yeah, just doing anything. You Sweeping listen to that. panorama while exactly. washing the dishes. Exactly. <laughs> just listen to it. Your life will become epic. Um, but there is a moment that makes me tear up every oh. time. And I call it my Wonder Woman moment oh. because oh. it was in Wonder Woman. I went to see that with I you. Saw, yeah. And I don't. When she goes to No Man's Land. Yes. Yeah. I can't even talk about this moment without starting to get <laughs> all verklempt again. Um, yeah, it brings tears to my eyes because I didn't realize how much I needed that. And then there's a moment in this movie that's the same. Where it's oh. like, I didn't realize how much I needed this moment. And it's maybe not, you know, the most perfect moment in film history. I don't care. It's what I needed. Yeah. And it's yeah. beautiful. But and it's it a touchstone in your all, life. Yes. Yeah. It's all the things I needed. Yeah. Well, so, I think that, like, if your expectation is that this is going to be, like, literally the best movie you've ever seen in your life, you will be disappointed. Yeah. Um, if you're anticipating having fun and seeing those things that you didn't know you needed, then then you're going to have a good time. Yeah. Yep. It's just pure joy. Yeah, it's, it's just fun. Really fun. It's there silly. is no reason Some not to see it. Some stuff I still don't actually remember. I'm like, what was that plot point? Eh. I've seen it seven times and I still... Basically, I mean, just a, like, a third point of that... Just as we've always been saying. Exactly. Yeah. So, when you guys get to uh, uh, review the film. And I'll be talking about like doorknobs. Yes. And this is, uh, <laughs> as a fan of this podcast who occasionally gets to participate in it, I will say that is why I love listening to you guys. Uh, is like plot. Okay, we'll talk about that for a minute. Let's get to the things that really matter. The doorknobs. Right. The, the doorknobs. Yes. The, uh, you know, the lettering on a the, sign. The fireplace right? great. The fireplace great, yeah. yes. Yeah. The important things. Yeah. Yeah. Our motives are very clear here. They're not plot driven. <laughs> well, I think it's also like, you know, now that we kind of have learned some fun facts about the movie, it makes even it more fun to watch, like when you're looking for those things. So definitely in the interviews, I think there's some fun stuff that kind of comes out about the movie. So when that podcast comes out, definitely listen to it. Because even like I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that with us. <laughs> and also like you see fans in the movie, like the fans help make it happen. Yeah. And yeah. they could not have been more gracious about that, too. Like at every turn they are thanking the fans again and again for helping support it and and saying like we were really key to making this even happen 
So I, I love that too. I mean, everybody who put this film together, put the TV series together, they fought really hard to stay together as a crew to make the movie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think they probably had to turn down some funding in order to do that. Yeah, because based on stories instead of just heard. turning it over to a studio. Right. Yeah. To some other director. They said, yeah. no, we want Tony. He directed all the, you know, the entire TV series. He knows what Miss Fisher is. Well, plus, and, I would imagine it gives it a... Mm, a continuity, yeah. a visual continuity, yeah. a storytelling continuity. It is grander. Like there definitely are scenes where you're. I mean, I I like Miss Fisher because there's lots of very cinematic moments, very mm. the way things are framed, definitely, and the lighting and the the camera work, which is why I kind of nerded out when we got to talk to Roger Lancer, the cinematographer, mm-hmm. and so I was looking forward to that, and it delivered for me as like a, a film weirdo, but also it has that same kind of charming hokiness that I like about the series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, like don't 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 worry, it's still there. Like yep. I. I don't want to describe it. It's the series isn't campy because that's a wrong word. Yeah, that's not. But it has this like. But it's it, un. There's something in the neighborhood of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's not just set in the 1920s. There's a lot of stylistically done in yeah. the way that the filming is made. The film is made and the series is made that is like of that era, right? Which is a little cheesy. Well, and it's also very self-aware about it too. Oh like, yeah, they are fully aware that some of it's yeah. kind of cheesy. And well, they when we ended every episode with the like the closing of the eye of the iris of right. the camera, like that's a little vignette, thing. a little vignette thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, I, the the only. There are not there aren't a lot of comparisons. I don't think like not a lot of there haven't been a ton of these that have happened. But the one that I always think about is the Firefly to Serenity oh, jump, yeah. and I loved both of those. But there's definitely like a level of glitz with Serenity that's oh, yeah. a little jarring, especially at the beginning where you're like, what what is what's going on? Hmm. So I. I appreciate that if the if that continuity is there, it's there it is, and it, it is it is glossier, it is grander. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be like why mm-hmm. else go to the uh, the big screen? Why else do a two hour right. film? Right, but it does maintain a lot of the charm of the series. Doesn't yeah. completely throw the baby out with the bathwater. No. Yeah, even I mean the soundtrack too. Like he uses a lot of the same instruments and little details motifs. that I remember. Yeah, the motifs from the show, mm-hmm. and I love that. They're also like themes that come back up and. And that's for like fans who have obsessed over the show will get that, and I love that they included those. I do think great. though that one thing is like you know uh, no spoilers either, but the idea that like this is not the TV show, so this mm-hmm. is uh, which is very much about like a big cast of characters. Mm-hmm. This is about Franny's adventures. And if you cannot accept that, then maybe it's not for you. <laughs> but I can, and I'm very excited, right? Like, yeah. it's the idea of, like, that it's Franny going out into the wide world. It really is. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, watch this season, this series finale, the final episode of season three, before you go see the movie. Yeah. On Acorn TV. Right. Which you can do for free. Which right you can now. do for free. What's that promo code again, JoJo? Uh, uh, Code Crypt. It is just, yeah, Crypt. Crypt. Yes, Crypt. (laughs) C-R-Y-P-T. Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Um, We've been talking a lot about how we've seen it and how Chandler is excited to see it. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if you live in or near Seattle, um, please join us at uh, at the Egyptian Theater on March 19th. It'll be hosted by Rebecca M. Davis as Aunt Prudence. Uh, Verity Germain will do a burlesque routine as Franny Fisher. Um, The photo booth will be done by Viva Gray Photography. We have even a vendor there who'll be sending, uh, selling her Miss Fisher activity book 
Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, oh gosh, I feel like I'm missing something because there's so many people who are involved in kind of making it happen. A little bit of that excitement, like I said, of the other screenings. Uh, Please fans, like just bring excitement. We want to meet you. We want to say hello. And then after the movie, we're hoping to go to a nearby bar uh, that I think um, will have an open area for us. And it is their jazz night. So Mm -hmm. like to be able to sit and talk and listen to jazz music. Um, will be a lot of fun. I will geek out over the movie. And definitely uh, go check MissFisherFilm.com to find out more about U.S. screenings. And if you're in other countries, we don't know every <laughs> country and how you can watch it. But we will say that we have manifested a lot of magic along the way. So you listeners in other countries, we wish you luck. And if you need any advice... Come ask us on social media. Yeah. Um, Acorn is streaming now in Latin America. Um, I think they're headed to, I want to say Europe soon. Yeah. Like they're they're really covering a lot well, of I mean, territories. So. How do you help uh, uh, independent filmmakers succeed? Well, when they make a movie, make sure that that movie gets shown and make sure that movie gets streaming rights and make sure you support the companies who are doing the streaming. So subscribe to Acorn. Mm-hmm. Like go out there and like, show that you're interested in it so they have interest in making more i do want this to be a trilogy oh yeah and then no more i want i'm I'm a i'm a completist i want (laughs) things to end i don't want them to go on forever so i don't know i mean i know that's why baby jesus invented fan fiction oh my brain is with you my heart is not I want it to go on forever. I know. That's but, why, like you said, fan fiction. fan fiction. I honestly, like, now that I've, like, kind of met them in person, I can't read fan fiction the same way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is a bit of a challenge now. I can separate the idea deal. Of, an, of a person doing their job versus the characters. And I know in fan fiction is about fans writing their own stories about characters that mean something to them, blah, blah, blah. But I have a hard time now <laughs> <laughs> because they're very nice very nice and they're, they're very, very real nice they're, and they're very real yep. and they're just doing their jobs yep they're doing them and very I well i'm a pervert in my heart so <laughs> um yeah you can't be trusted uh, yeah. so so anyway on francia um, <laughs> shines again yeah oh uh, yeah so go see the movie wherever you can if there is a cinema near you that would be right for this get in touch with them and see yeah. if they can show it. Yeah. And then go and buy a million tickets. And I actually bought tickets in Australia that I couldn't use. for. It was like the day I was flying home. I bought, I bought four <laughs> tickets did. that I didn't, I wasn't going to use. And the lady was selling them. They were like uh, specific seats, you know, like you had to choose your seats. She's like, what seats do you want? I was like, give me the worst seats, the, wor- the seats that nobody wants. And I got a real weird look. I'm like, I'm not going to be here. I'm just like, I just want to contribute. Yeah. That's all. So, yeah. So I bought front row seats. Which, yeah, hopefully that's that. Give them to the orphans. <laughs> Give oh, them yeah, to we Jane get the back the, row. Pickpockets. <laughs> um, that's so great. I love yeah. that. I love that story. Thanks. Um, yeah, right to your, uh, it's, you know, and also like AMC ain't going to show it. Um, AM, uh, the main yeah. movie theaters, it's not that kind of movie. It's not a main Hollywood. It doesn't have that kind of distribution. It has the kind of distribution that comes from doing independent filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... It's not the right vibe there anyway. Yeah, it's so, not right. Yeah. Go see it in an old, in an, a vintage movie theater. Go see it in a locally run uh, cinema. Um, like Tacoma showing it at the Grand Cinema. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. I'm very excited about because you've talked about it for years, I like, have poked them for like a full year. Like, hey, this movie's coming. Can you get it? 
hey, this movie's coming. Can you get it? For like a year. And they, and they were one of the first three to announce that I they remember, were showing yeah. in the U.S. I remember. I was like, I'm like yeah, go Tacoma. Go Tacoma. Squeaky wheel wins. Well, and I also like uh, they had one screening, and I'm assuming it sold out. And they added in like several days more it's worth a week. of screening. It expanded yeah. to a full week. It was supposed to be one day. So, so um, and that's happening elsewhere too. And we will say, like, Seattle is selling super fast right now. Ooh. Like, I think you know it's two weeks away, and it's already like half sold. It's a five hundred seat movie theater, and even SIF is like super excited. They're like, we knew it was going to do well, but this is doing really well. Yeah. And we're like, well, duh, we told, <laughs> duh, we know these fans are insane. Um, um, and we have fans actually flying from um, Minnesota and uh, Los Angeles. Actually, she's flying. Oh, yeah. She's she lives in Los Angeles, and she's flying from Australia because she's been there for the screenings. And she's just rerouting herself so she can come and watch it in Seattle. Yeah, she's wow. like, that sounds like fun. Yeah, and I'm like, amazing. yeah, it will be fun. She actually and lives in D.C. Does she live in D.C.? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. I'm like, That's what, excellent. What a lifestyle. Yeah, what an actual Franny Fisher. She totally. really is. She really, really totally. is. Her travel schedule That is, is the spirit right there. Go yeah. and just do things. I know. Go and just do things. Yeah. The Franny Fisher spirit. <laughs> yes. Go make that screening happen. <laughs> I feel like we're suddenly now in a Mary Oliver poem or something. <laughs> Should we do uh, uh, our cheers, our cocktail? Yeah, we need to end? have a toast. Yeah. Um, okay. You, hey, you. Uh-oh. Hey, Chandler. Oh, no. All right. You're I, on the hook I for need this. a drink. Let me pour. You're the Toastmaster. Mm. Oh, yes. I, I need do. a drink. <laughs> I'll clink it. Okay. Yeah, you guys have glass. I've met All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to be a little biased here because I, I haven't seen this movie yet. So I'm going to toast to our hometown pride, to the Seattle premiere. Hope to see you all there. Oh my gosh, we get to be there together. Yes. Seeing it together. We'll see you on the 19th. See you guys on the 19th. Cheers. Cheers. 23rd.